Hey guys, it's your girl Sierra Danielle and you are now tuned in to the Reminded Podcast. Thanks for listening. I think I'm fearful of things like traveling, I'm fearful of failure, I'm fearful of being embarrassed. Things like that I think hinder me from doing the best that I can sometimes. But I think that if I learn to be less fearful, I would get further. I feel like I'm not always in the correct direction, even though I know I'm on the right path. I'm like, I'm on the right path, but am I walking the right way, or should I be turning around? Like, little things like that that I go back and put them out in my head, and I think it's always nice to have reassurance. I think it's really nice to see how far being a genuine person can get you. For me, at least, like, I think that's the reason that I am where I am. I think that I am a big makeup. Have you ever really just sat and thought, how do I keep ending up here? Have you ever felt stuck? Like you were literally going in circles and were driving yourself crazy. You're not alone. I've been there too. Three years ago, I hit my worst, my rock bottom, my lowest of the low. And I literally felt like I was going insane because of my mind and everything that I had experienced. I couldn't help but blame myself. I couldn't help but think that there was something wrong with me. That this was the life that I was supposed to live. That this was all that was meant for me. But over the past three years, I've realized that that is a lie. You're not alone. You're not in this by yourself. You are so worthy of more than what your trauma has led you to believe. And I feel like it's really important that you really focus on that. You're so strong. You're so powerful. And now it's really time to wake up and really see it. So this week, I've really been talking a lot about being rooted and what that looks like and how things become so ingrained in you and to the point where you begin to do it subconsciously, you begin to think it subconsciously. It's like a second nature. This is who you are, how you think and how you act. And a lot of times our experiences shape those thoughts, those mindsets and those acts, and it can be very detrimental towards us. But there is hope. I don't want you to think that you can never change that it's too late for you you're too old you're too too unequipped because there's always some type of resource and there's not as many resources as there should be but that's another episode for another day um but i want you to know that you're like i said you're not by yourself and so i really wanted to touch on different things and my personal experiences and how It's hard, but it's doable and it's worth it, right? We we go through these experiences and it's like, oh my God, this is going to be with me forever. And it might, it very well might be, but that doesn't mean that you can't live still. It doesn't mean that you can't still be who God intended you to be. And so I really wanted to talk about how trauma really hinders us, how it basically shapes our whole mind and not even just mentally, but 
physically as well um, and how we can cater to those things. There's always a disconnect. And I feel like a lot of people sometimes have this common misconception that mental health is just feeling sad or um, not really like I'm, I just feel depressed and it's just sadness and or I feel scared and that's anxiety. But it's much more deeper than that. And when you are traumatized by something and I always say this, I will say this to the day I die. Your trauma is your trauma and no one can tell you that it's not important and that it's not worthy of being acknowledged. You know what I mean? Our experiences, we're never going to have the same experiences as the next person. And I can experience something that you experienced or you can experience something that I have and it's affected us two completely different ways. Um, And so I, I will always say that your trauma is your trauma, but people fail to realize that trauma has a physical effect on the body. And so when we talk about unrooting something or getting to the root of something, it literally takes you undoing a physical part of you. Your mind is more than just thoughts in your head. Your thoughts can trigger physical reactions in your body. It's the same thing as when we're aroused and we think about things that are sexual or lustful and our physical body reacts to that. Or if we are, have you ever experienced a heartbreak or been so angry and your body really feels it, your chest hurts, you have that frog in your throat and you really feel like you're in pain or you really feel hot on the inside, those thoughts and those memories and those experiences trigger a physical response and that is where mental health and physical health tie into each other and so I really wanted to touch on three places in our brain that trauma really affects us and so I'm going to be um, quoting some things from hcams.net that's h-c-a-m-s dot n-e-t and it's basically talking about what happens in your mind when um you're traumatized or when you have those really intense experiences. Um, For myself, I'm very open about my mental health. I was diagnosed with PTSD last year and I'd been dealing with it for a very long period of my lifetime. Um, I experienced a lot of trauma as a kid. And so I dealt with my whole adolescence going untreated, undiagnosed and really finding my own way Um, to get through these things. And so I really want people to get an understanding of what people go through because I feel like when people really get into the connection between the two, um, it'll it'll really help you understand what's going on. Um, I use the analogy all the time uh, about being cut. Mental health issues are just mental wounds that you cannot see. It's like It's like you've been stabbed or you've been hurt, shot, beat up, but you have no physical manifestation of it. It's all internal, but it's still just as important and just as um, acknowledgeable as a physical wound. And so I really want to talk about three things that happen in your mind when you're traumatized to kind of get you in this this mindset of, wow, that's deep. And I don't mean it, no pun intended, but it really is deep. And so just quoting um, from hcams.net, you can go out there and search a lot of other mental health information as well. Um, And so it says, when trauma occurs, it impacts and changes the brain in three major ways, making it difficult for you to cope with life's daily tasks, chores, and setbacks. Does this sound like you? Do you have issues and you get really anxious or get really overwhelmed emotionally when you have to do the most simplest things or go places or when you're taking on too much does it really make you just want to shut down if so keep listening um (laughs) 
because that was me. Um, this can lead to behavioral health issues and or substance abuse. Three parts of the brain and the, and the way trauma can impact your daily life are. So the first one is the hippocampus. And I think I'm saying these right. I wasn't a biology, biology major, so don't, don't, you know, screen record this and be like, oh my God, Sierra Daniel, what are you thinking? But the hippocampus, this is the part of the brain that is associated with your memory. So when you store new information, when you pull old memories up, when you are basically having those thoughts, whatever you need, when you can remember something from when you were six, you can remember something from last month. When you're creating those memories, everything is gone through, everything is stored in the hippocampus. So when damage to this occurs, um, it could look like flashbacks or being forgetful or the inability to remember important facts and procedures on the job, inability to store new information, memories, and it's just, it causes you to make a lot of mistakes or be very forgetful. And, and when you're in a triggered state, that's when I can see it manifest the most for myself or when I'm very overwhelmed or my anxiety is very, very high. I have a hard time remembering things. I misplace things. Everything just feels so out of order and overwhelming. And so that's when I know that my body is telling me, hey, you need to recenter yourself. You need to be still for a, min a minute and really bask in the moment and really sit still, recenter and just regroup, recalibrate. Because if you continue to run on that, that triggered um, momentum or that, that off balance and that off kilter, then it's literally going to send you into a spiral or burnout, which is not good. Um, the second one is the prefrontal cortex. Now this is the part of the brain that regulates our emotional responses. So we call this brain, this part of the brain frequently to keep us from having outbursts of anger or sadness. So really it's like a filter so that we're not out here acting a fool. So you can imagine how people who have damage to this or have experienced some type of trauma, how they seem emotionally and mentally unstable. And that's why um, this is the part of the brain that is not yet developed in children. And that's part of the problem when it comes to tantrums. So sorry, <laughs> moms out there, dads out there, I feel for you. I don't have any kids yet, but I definitely feel for you. I have a bunch of nieces and nephews. So um this helps us rationalize and deal with things like disappointment or rejection or the negativity that we deal with, that we experience in life because that's that stuff's going to happen it's inevitable but when it's you know injured we can't do that normally we can't function at 100% and we don't have that full capability of doing that so it really can cause us to the smallest thing to send us overboard it can cause the smallest thing to have us make us have an emotional breakdown. It can cause something that might be seen to other people as not that big of a deal for someone who has really bad trauma and has had really bad experiences or has been hindered or hurt in any way, shape or form to, to a point where it's affected them on a deep level. They may have damage to this part of their brain and it is going to take some serious working through to be able to work through those traumas and those triggers. Um, the third part is the amygdala. I think I'm saying this right. <laughs> like I said, I was a social work major, not a biology major. Um, this is the part of the brain that helps us process our emotions. So um, when we are experiencing some type of damage, we're very, there's a lot of hyperactivity here, which means um, that our emotions that we feel in response to something that happens, it doesn't match what we're seeing. So if we, um, 
were, and I'm just going through some examples. So if we were bullied in school or raised by an emotionally abusive parent, something that's a, like a lighthearted joke might make you feel really angry. Something that is very um, small could make you reflect and relate it to something that you've experienced. And like for me, I've been in abusive relationships before, so I don't take, I didn't take certain jokes. I took them personal. I took a lot of stuff personal. And that really hindered me in a lot of my adolescence. Um, Like uh, someone could make a comment about my looks or someone could crack a joke on me and it would really hurt me. Even though I didn't, I knew that I, my friends, you know, cared about me. They loved me, but it really hurt me to a point where I would withdraw. I wouldn't want to be around them. It made me super, super self-conscious and aware um, of my surroundings, which is the word hypervigilance. If you follow me on Instagram at Sierra Danielle, you can see where um, my word of the week this week was um, hypervigilance. And I, it really caused me to be hypervigilant. And I was always prepared for some type of joke or some type of, um, I don't want to say trash talk, but some type of crack on, on me, you know what I mean? And so it really made me sensitive to that. Um, and it could really lead to emotional instability and depression and anxiety. And it's really, if, if all of these things really go untreated, it can cause you to really go into a downward spiral. So I don't want people to dismiss, you know, when I say deal with the root, I don't want people to dismiss that because it's deeper than just an emotion. It's deeper than just, Oh, I feel sad today, but tomorrow I'm good. Or I feel sad Every other day or every week I go through this emotional feeling and I don't know what it is or every month around this time of the month, I feel horrible or every time I go around this person, I don't even know why it bothers me. I don't really know them, but in reality, they remind you of somebody that's hurt you or they, their demeanor may remind you of something that's familiar to you and your physical body is responding to something that it remembers. Remembers you see something that reminds your mind of something that you've experienced and your body is responding like, oh my God, get me out of here. Fight or flight kicking in. And and you're like, what's going on? I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why I'm triggered. My heart's racing. I feel sweaty. I feel hot. It's because of these things. Your mind and your body, your body carries and remembers like these traumatic experiences. Um, for me, I was sexually assaulted in 2010 and for the longest time, I would never want to be in a room. I wouldn't want to be in a room with a man um, where um, I had no control. So what I mean by that was in college, if I wanted to hang out with a guy, I would go to his place, but he was never welcome at mine. Um because if you come into my room, that's my personal space. That's my domain. And I do not play about that. So I'm very mindful with who I let in there. If I let you in my room, I trust you to a whole nother level. But if I go to your place, I can leave. I can come and go as I please. You know what I mean? If, if you come to my place and then you don't want to leave, then that's a, that's a confrontation. Or if something happens and, you, you know... I, my, my mind would literally go to if, if if I have to be able to protect myself, I would much rather run out versus try to push someone out. And that's just the way I thought. Um, and 
for the longest time, I would flinch when people would touch me or if a dude got too close to me, my heart would begin to pound. Or if um, I had I have brothers and male friends, if they grabbed me or tried to scare me in a certain way or if I didn't sense see someone coming and they tap me on the shoulder, it was traumatizing in a sense because of that experience. You know what I mean? And so you really have to pay attention to your body in those moments and those aspects because of the fact that, yo, like I've been through that and it would be, it would be very foolish of us to believe that those experiences have no effect on us, that our perception has not been affected, that our ideologies and the way we view the world has not been skewed because of these negative um, experiences that we've had. Um, And I don't want you to feel hopeless about that because the first step of learning learning a new way is really being more aware of your current situation. And this is why I started the Reminded Podcast to provide that information so that way you're like, huh, I want you guys to have those light bulb moments. I want you guys to be able to um, dig deep and really think about that, those experiences. So now that we've got the information, I'm going to give you guys a homework assignment and I'll talk more about that. I'll, you know, touch with you guys next week. Um, I want you to close your eyes and um, take a deep breath and we're going to do it together. You know, clear your mind, recenter yourself, really think. Now, I want you to really close your eyes and focus. I want you to think about that experience. The one that really still hurts you. The one that you're afraid to deal with because of the pain that you've experienced. The one that has caused you to be super guarded super fearful and and hyper sensitive to your environment and very hyper vigilant think about it and if you're trying to second guess right now like no that's not it that's not it it is it really think about that and what i want you to do i want you to one journal about it but I'm really going to give yourself, give you some questions that you can ask when it comes to when you're triggered by this thing, whatever something comes up and you're triggered by it. I really want you to think about it and ha- ask yourself these questions. Um, when you're triggered, you really feel you feel afraid. You feel your heart starts to pound, you get sweaty, your chest might get tight. And it's like having an anxiety attack for really, for real, um, for like, that's the best way I can describe it. But um, I want you to pay attention to it and really think what happened just now to make me feel that? What have I been around that made me feel this way? Did I watch something? Did someone say something? Pay attention to your emotional responses to the things around you. If someone used a tone with you, why does that tick you off? Why does it send that chill through your body when you feel alarmed? And you guys know what that feeling is and what I'm talking about. Um, That like spark within you and it's just like, whoa, I'm upset. I'm mad or I'm, I'm, I'm aware, like, whoa, like I have to be on guard. 
Um, and I really want you guys to pay attention and ask yourself those questions because those questions are going to spark other questions. And those questions are going to spark even more questions. And I apologize if you guys hear that loud noise. The, the, my window is like literally right by the dumpster. And so there's the trash men are taking the trash out. But I want you to journal about it. And I want you to um, really ask yourself those questions, those why questions. And these are some practical things that you can do to help really work through these trauma, these triggers and these traumas, right? So in those moments where you're triggered and when you're, you're really diving and digging into those roots, you will be triggered because you might have to think about or recreate or really look back on those moments and those memories. And it might be emotionally hard for you, but take your time, okay? Um, I really want you to, if it's too emotional, overwhelming, take a breath, stop, take about five to 10 minutes and just sit still and breathe, recenter yourself. And when recent with recentering breaths, you just inhale for five seconds, put your hand on your chest, inhale for five seconds, put the other hand on your belly and exhale slowly for five seconds. And I really want you to repeat that until you feel your heart rate start to slow down. Until you feel the, the calmness come over you. Because if we just run with the triggers, our, we'll start breathing a little faster. Your lungs, will, your heart will react to that. Your heart rate will increase, increase and then your mind will start to race. And it's just a, a domino effect. So we can take control of that and take those recentering breaths. But when you get in those triggering moments, I want you to tell yourself, I am safe. I am whole. I've forgiven them for that. I have forgiven myself for that already. You really have to work through it and tell yourself these things. It's like it literally feels like your physical body and your mind are sometimes working against each other. And sometimes they're working against you. But you have to take control and say, okay, I understand you guys are really going through something right now and by them I'm saying your emotional part of you and the physical part of you and you have to get them under control like okay guys I'm safe you have to remind them I'm safe guys we've forgiven them already like you got to remind them like hey hey emotions we've worked through this like I, I forgive them you have to talk yourself down and I want you to be more mindful and be aware of that and be aware of what is triggering you because when you find that out you'll be able to set boundaries and we're going to talk about that in a couple more episodes um but it's a really really scary place to be and i know that and i'm not even dismissing that because it is but you're not alone um and i really want you guys to know that you can do it Journaling and getting your thoughts out is very beneficial because you can literally see what you're writing. You can see what you're thinking and you can ask yourself questions and answer those questions. And then you can go back and like, oh, okay, I remember when I said this. I remember when I wrote this. And in that note, I want to close, but I don't want to leave you guys with, without 
a mantra. Now, I love my mantras because, you know, when you say things, your words have power. If your words didn't have power, the Bible would have never said that. Jesus would have never said that. God would have never said that if words did not have power. Um, and I, I love scripture. So, you know, people, a lot of people may not understand how powerful your words are, but when God created heavens and earth and everything, and he put Adam on this world, God didn't name the animals. God told Adam that whatever he wanted them to be, you call that, you call it that thing. And that's what it's going to be. So your words have power. And when you say things over and over, your mind will begin to believe it. That's why it's important to say things even when you don't feel it because emotions are temporary. Emotions can lie to you. Right? Um, so um, I want us to take a deep breath. Take another. And I want you guys to say this with me. Repeat after me. I am a work in progress. I am taking it day by day. Healing is a process. And that is okay. All right. So if this is your first time listening, you don't know me and you want to get connected, you can follow me at Sierra Danielle. That is S-I-A-R-A-D-A-N-Y-A-L-E apostrophe. Wait, no. It's not an apostrophe, but that's how it is on my birth certificate. So don't ask my mama. Don't ask me. But it's S-I-A-R-A-D-A-N-Y-A-L-E on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can follow my brand and business at I Am Reminded on Instagram. Um, I will be posting a lot of content every week, mental health and wellness tips from different perspectives and dynamics. And I really hope it helps you and inspires you. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sending you all love and light. Don't ever hesitate to reach out to me and ask me any questions. Um, I'm always willing to help and I will see you guys next week. Wait, before I go, if you want to get blogs and podcasts early, you have to subscribe because my subscribers, I love you guys. You will get first dibs on everything. Okay, so go ahead, click the subscribe button in the bio of I'm Reminded. Submit everything and I will get it to you guys first <sighs> love you guys sending you love and light remember to be gentle with yourself this week love on yourself a little bit more criticize yourself less see you guys next week <laughs>